Are you bored of the normal humdrum of life? Are you tired of not being at an exciting festival? Then boy, do I have a treat for you! Dragon Fest! That's right, folks, for the fifth year in a row, I, Martin Dragon, will be holding the most bodacious, most gnarly, most radical event of the year! Come on down to the main chamber of the Trans Guild Mall this Flowers Day to get your fix of top tier excitement. There will be music, games, Girls! And to cap it all off, I will be unveiling my greatest invention yet. One that will change the way you experience day-to-day -day life. You won't want to miss it! Dragon Enterprise is not liable for any bottom damage inflicted at Dragon Fest 1086, including but not limited to wounds inflicted by flying weapons, head, water bases, epic fashion, ground, rogue spells, drone playing cards, explosion caused by overzealous boys, containers, attacks from nemesis, drone nests, lightning bolts, force, body cyclosis. Ha ha, hang 10, bro, because Dragon Fest 1086 is gonna be totally tubular. Hello fellow adventurers and welcome to Ravnik Avengers 2 Disco of the Soul, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about five uh, very uh, underrated superheroes uh, trying to save the plain-wide city of Ravnica from some bullshit. <laughs> There's five pieces of a soul of a powerful sorceress's soul that are scattered throughout the city and they have to find them. Basically, it's rebuild your girlfriend time. Yeah, this is the Rebuild Your Girlfriend podcast. Arc. Uh, today's girlfriend rebuilder is uh, Casey Clark. Weird, weird science, Ravnica edition. Yeah. So we almost had uh, quite a few of us together in person today, but as of right now, it's Joanna and I are in person together, which is incredible because we haven't done any in-person recording for the past <laughs> six months. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. Um, Corona but, time. Little update: Ben is now across the country from us. Uh, Lena is across the state from us. Casey is across the state from us. Yep. So we're closer together than we have been in a while, but also further apart than we have been <laughs> in a while. Uh, but oh as we God. go around our various situations today, uh, you guys all between the two episodes leveled up. Uh, yeah. So why don't you tell the good people listening to this podcast um, what what you got in your level up? So we'll start with Casey Clark. Hi, I'm I'm Casey Clark, and I'm playing Baldric Stormcaller, human storm herald barbarian. So Baldric leveling up, he got some pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't convinced me. So <laughs> he's padding so for time. The the night the night. <laughs> Before we left to go to the Martin Dragon thing, Baldrick had a dream. Okay. And that dream was him on a small stone platform in the middle of a great ocean. All right. And suddenly rising up from the water was, you know, in you know, <laughs> no, you know, in Avatar The Last Airbender, there's the the big water monster. The Unagi? I literally just watched that episode today. Yeah, so so uh, he Ang is in the big water monster. So it's like one of those big water monsters comes in, and in the middle of it 
is Chuggles. Oh, it is Chuggles. With the glowing eyes, with the glowing eyes, and he's like waving around and stuff. And then suddenly he raises his arm up and touches Baldrick's forehead with like a little water tendril. And suddenly, like the the galaxy brain thing just... uh, And (laughs) when Baldrick woke up, he ran to the bathroom, uh, threw up, threw threw up into the the hole in the ground, and then... (laughs) Found a bucket with water in it. Yeah, there's no his- bathroom. Let's reiterate. There is no bathroom in no, the base. No. Uh, and then sewer. He, there's a hole then, to a sewer. And then he went to get a bucket uh, and he filled it with water and he stuck his head in to try and just like wash himself off. And he realized that he could breathe in the bucket. Whoa, 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 what? Baldrick can breathe underwater? Baldrick can now breathe underwater. And he is also resistant to any lightning damage. Oh, Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> All right. Also, Baldrick has a swim speed of 30 feet. Wait, okay. So is this, this comes from his barbarian? Yeah, this is his, uh, so he's a storm herald. And with that, there's like three different environments that you can um, take stuff from. And I used, I took the sea environment, uh, which gives you like lightning stuff, but also water stuff. So uh, yeah, he can breathe underwater now. He's like Gyarados. (laughs) I'd like to think that. (laughs) Sure, yeah, exactly. you probably got it from the dream, but like it's actually Chuggles just waterboarding, waterboarding and tasering <laughs> you in your sleep. Chuggles was just sucking your toes while you were <laughs> sleeping. No, it was actually water. it was it was Chuggles and Flum conspiring to try and give me gills because Flum wanted to to morph me into a <laughs> Vidalkin or something. Like One that. of us. One, One of, of us. us. All right. Next up, we have Joanna. Wait, you said my name. Yeah, I know. I'm, I do I something funny do, to it. <laughs> I, as I've done with every time. episode. And I've listened to every one. <laughs> um, so I play Daryl Hall, Aloxodon Rogue. She um, says with confidence. I, I'm so confident now. I am. I am a rogue. And I on my level up, it, I got something pretty cool. So I was <laughs> I was sleeping and had a dream about wet stuff. <laughs> no. Um, was it a wet? It was a, a wet ass dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, what rogues get at level six is a bit more boring. They just get. What's it called? It's I, called expertise. Yeah. And it's not that boring. Yeah, I mean, it's it, actually okay. pretty impressive. Okay. Yeah. It's. Not you become an expert. I become an expert. In, yeah. And basically I can choose to um like proficiency. Is that what I'm saying the right? Uh yeah, D&D two words? skills you are proficient in. Yes. And I can be- become an expert in them. I chose athletics and intimidation. Yeah, and the two things Daryl is known for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> being scary and being a gymnast. So <laughs> how I how I explain this is why uh that night that Baldrick had his little up uh, whoopsie my my wet dream yeah your wet dream i was in the bathroom we don't have one but i'm sure there's a mirror in here somewhere um no all right well no mirror. i wasn't <laughs> daryl was mind. looking at a puddle outside yeah i was yeah. doing that solomon refuses to give us things <laughs> listen i didn't construct this base, Martin Dragon did, so take it up with him. You constructed, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I did is I took out my, oh, this is actually better. I took out that <laughs> knife that I got from the cum sphere, right? Oh, no, you didn't. I didn't? No, you don't have that. Where'd it go? <laughs> Incredibly, that was going to be addressed in this episode, but uh, you hucked it at a wall. 
a couple episodes ago and oh. you never took it out. Oh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> okay, I she do. Has a you freaked nice out. Painted you, black that she just thinks. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You freaked out, panicked because you couldn't cast a spell and hucked a knife into that was the, only the wall knife of the I police had? station. I mean, it was the fancy knife you had. Oh, okay. So you can use one of your other daggers. I'm sure you have. I do. I do. Okay, so I pull out my shitty. <laughs> My, my shitty dollar dagger. store dagger. And I'm looking at it. I'm like using it to reflect my, my beautiful uh, visage back mm-hmm. at me. Looking at my, my badass tattoos. And I'm thinking, Daryl, you've been too much of a pussy lately. You need to finally buck up. <laughs> and, and if you're going to be an assassin, you have to act like it. And so then I started trying to insult myself. Like, you're ugly. <laughs> and I'll, then I'll hurt you. Because I'm trying to act scary. Uh-huh. And then you I, intimidated I intimidated myself. Point and I also started doing yoga. And so I got athletic. So like the D&D mechanic to become proficient or an expert in something is like you have to spend like a hundred hours doing that yeah. thing. I did a hundred so hours. So Daryl just like streamlined it. Yeah, I did a hundred hours before when I was an assassin. I'm just kind of like waking up that muscle again, you know. Gotcha. Yep. This would have worked a lot better with a mirror, but you know, a, <laughs> but alas, a tagger. You chose too. the shitty base in the middle of the worst district. I think I did choose this one, didn't I? Yep. We all did. This is all of our mistake. Lena Pratt playing Guy Elfman, a dwarven paladin. So on level up, I got something pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like this bit. It's a good bit. <laughs> it's a good bit. Oh, what was Joanna saying? It's it a, good a good bit. bit. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> tell me what, wait, tell me one more time how good my bit was. <laughs> <laughs> You're really I genuinely funny. didn't hear you. I'm sorry. You're very funny and clever. Now go. <laughs> <laughs> um... So what Guy got is something, it's a paladin feature, and it's called Aura of Protection. And so basically, all friends are, like, within 10 feet of me. Now we'll get plus three to saves whenever we remember it exists. Which hopefully will be all the time. (laughs) But realistically, will be none of the time. Guy tagged along with Daryl on one of his latest drunken benders. I don't know, he's taken up drinking recently, too. I have many vices. What I love about these intros is how much content it puts between the episodes, even though the (laughs) the most time that's ever elapsed between two episodes is like one single night. Well, what happened last night? (laughs) Casey had a wet dream. Casey had a wet dream. I muttered at myself and also got drunk. (laughs) And while Daryl was bent over the toilet the next morning, Guy held back his ears... You don't have a toilet. Yeah, you don't have a toilet. <laughs> you have a hole that leads into a <laughs> sewer. Hole. Yeah. While Daryl was bent over the sewer hole, Guy <laughs> held back his ears and felt such a strong kinship and protection that he just started glowing. Me? I started glowing. Dar- Guy. Guy started glowing. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, we have Chris Rowe. Playing Chuckles of Muppetborn. Hello, everyone. Um, Chuggles. Hi, Chuggles. Hi, Chuggles. All right, back to Chris. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> all right, back to Chuggles. <laughs> Wait, okay. we'll do like one of the warm-up games, but every time I clap, you switch between Chris and Chuggles. <laughs> all right, sick. So, uh, Chuggles was a studious little boy since the last time we were there. Clap. Uh, uh, d- oh, I'm just kidding. On. We're not doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> this bit would take t- way too long for my brain to process. So, Chuggles has been studying the ways of... Uh, uh, th- th- hiding. 
No, fuck. Let me start again. Sorry. The way no, the ways of hiding. That's uh, <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> A, a legitimate D&D skill. He's been playing hide and go seek with the hood rats. So <laughs> I thought, uh, I forgot that Chuggles was a level one barbarian. And uh, I thought I was going to be a level six uh, uh, druid. But uh, the level five druids don't really get anything cool. But I did get third level spells. But I also <laughs> wrote down how to transform into a new animal. So would everyone like to guess okay. what new animal Chuggles can turn into? Fever. Um, I can't swim. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to guess a jackalope. That you chose a frog. A wombat. Any other guesses? A wolf. Oh. Is it a wolf? <laughs> it's a mule. <laughs> <laughs> Juggles is the ass of the party again. Oh, uh, thank God. <laughs> and finally, Ben Mannix. So the feature I got in my level... Oh, wait, I didn't even introduce myself. Hi, I play <laughs> Flumstrike Dragava, the Vidalkin Cleric. And in my level 6 level up, I got the feature Blessed Healer, which is when I cast a healing spell on another, I can gain hit points myself. Um, what happened last night is Chug Chuggles was running amok, and he got himself a boo-boo. And then Flum coming to the rescue with his healing spell. But then something strange happened when Flum's like, Oh, I feel weird. And the healing spell came back in on himself. And that's how Flum learned how to heal himself while healing others. So how much do you get to, is it like half of what you heal the other person? No, it's or is it the two whole thing? plus the spells level. It's an Oh, cool. Yeah, and that, that's the crew. You guys really all did... It didn't have to be last night. I'm glad that you all decided that. It happened instantaneously during the night time. <laughs> so where we left off uh, last week, for us, it was like a month and a half Four ago. Four years ago. Three, three months, months ago. ago. <laughs> um, we haven't played in a while, but... Uh, where we left off, you guys had all, you'd figure out some new information about Guy Elfman and his family and the fact that they may be looking for him currently. And the fact that Guy doesn't care or believe that they exist. Yeah. Fake news. And really, you guys didn't do much else last episode, uh, except you decided where you were going to head next as far as what soul piece you wanted to look for. You decided on the wilds. But before you did that, you wanted to head out to uh, the big event that is being held at the Trans Guild Mall by the uh, big tech entrepreneur in Ravnica, Martin Dragon. Steve Jobs. So you all are on your way now, and I know we couldn't remember uh, whether I, or not Drambo was with you all. Do you remember, Casey? No, I don't remember if Drambo was I with us. I would petition that I'd bring Drambo everywhere. I think, I think it made sense that he was with us. Right, yeah, sure. I think you would. I think because if you're leaving Sting behind, you're Wait, leaving Paul behind, no, you no, gotta no, take no. Drambo. I think, well, because didn't we say Dramo was to stay and protect the kids? Yeah, if you guys just want to be going it alone, that's okay. Because you really just, like, left uh, as of last Actually, episode, I feel so. like Casey's right. I feel like we left Dramo for some reason. I feel like we were ditching all the NPCs. Yeah, this is an all-player character uh, day. The five of you, you're all just walking down the street towards the Trans Guild Mall. You're heading to Precinct 1, which is where the main section of the Trans Guild Mall is. And if you guys have anything you want to talk about, you can, because it's going to be a very long walk. Uh, if not, we can just quick travel to the mall. What a beautiful neighborhood we live in. 
<laughs> There's like gunshots going off. <laughs> what about the big thing that we left off on last time? Oh, well, yeah, that happens. Uh, a massive uh, egg-shaped ship flew overhead spewing dubstep and screamed some shit about hating Martin Dragon and that uh, Applake and Quesarita is going to give him his day in hell. Fuck. I forgot that's what I named him. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean... How fast is it going towards where we're supposed to be heading? Pretty fast. Like, it seems like it's going to get there way before you. Can I stick out my thumb? Like, <laughs> can I get a ride? Daryl starts hustling. Well, yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking we should probably start rushing to get there if something's going to go down. A power walk. <laughs> the most effective form of travel. Do we know anything inherent about Appalachian Quesarita? You know Appalachian Quesarita. You know that he was a rival DJ. Oh, Appalachian and Quesarita. And you know that he was specifically a robo-dubstep DJ. Yeah. I forgot mm, I had to look up dubstep genres. That sounds really good. I mean, I'm thinking we gotta, gar- we gotta go, guys. We should probably uh, chase after that, because that's going where we're going. I said that there were gunshots. It's actually kind of a lot more quiet than it was yesterday, uh, and you can kind of gather that it's because people are heading to this event. Like, there are lots of people kind of like filling the street with you guys heading towards the center of the city. People are probably sleeping off their hangovers. Baldrick is going to start hustling. I want to I want to get to this. I want to see what the hell is going to go down. Flum throws his arms behind him and runs. <laughs> I do that too, while also muttering about how I am a better DJ than Appalachian and Quesarita, but I don't get an egg-shaped spaceship bullshit. <laughs> wait, wait da- Daryl, you know this guy. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I also start running. <laughs> all right, Guy so continues to power walk. Uh, you all hustle. Guy gets there uh, a little bit after everyone else because uh, he's power walking. And I have a slower running. walking speed than everybody anyway. Three blocks behind us. <laughs> what you got? Like twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Those only get twenty-five. As you get into precinct one, again, it's kind of obvious, like where you're supposed to be going. Uh, like w- you don't know where the center of the Trans Guild Mall is, but you see just hundreds of people making their way towards a certain section uh, of the mall. They're dropping the new iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of the vibe. It's like people lined up like all down the street waiting to get in, talking excitedly. Oh my God, I'm going to get my iPhone. It's the RTX um, 3090. Oh my God, guys. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's been so long. What is this about? Like, <laughs> what is totally, Okay, we don't know why we, we're here. We don't here. know. Um, we just know okay. it's something he, big. He was doing a presentation uh, for something. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. show up in Tros for a PowerPoint, but okay. What do you guys um, think it is? I think it's an ice cream machine. Well, I mean, you have seen like billboards around for this. Like you saw them on the Trans Guild promenade when you were driving into like District 4 and all right, that. Right. Um, and it does, it looks like more of a festival than it would be like a... Big old like Excel a, meeting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> An Excel meeting. It's E3. Excel meeting. We get there and they all put us into separate rooms and give us a Zoom link. <laughs> <laughs> COVID has not hit Ravnica yet. So we're good on the Zoom link. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the season, season three. I was going to say season three. Uh, as you get there, you can, you kind of like feel blessed that you didn't take the car because traffic is just at a complete standstill. All the parking spots up and down the street are full Uh, Lots of cars are parked illegally in places, and there are Azorius guards just having a field day with that. Uh, They seem to be (laughs) enjoying themselves greatly, writing tickets for all these illegally parked cars. 
Uh, and as you get closer, you start to hear like this throbbing bass line and you see like flashing lights coming out of this big sort of central dome, which on top of the promenade acts as like a traffic circle. Then it goes downwards into like the main uh, inside uh, mall area, like the central area. And you hear music just like bumping out of that. Do I recognize those funky beats? Uh, you do not recognize those funky beats. It's kind of, it's like, you've never really heard music like this. Like it's a throbbing bass lines. Every once in a while you hear like a very synthy, like a whining sound. It sounds very, very futuristic to you. Do I like it? Do uh, like it? No, <laughs> I actually don't think, I don't think I do. What's with this shitty <laughs> new age music do, that all the kids are listening to? Do we see the ship around? You do not see the ship around. No. Uh, and by the time you get there, it did take a while. So it, it is getting to be like 3 p.m. ish at this point. So are we outside of the mall at the moment? Yeah, you're outside and it's like pretty crowded, but you, you can like easily find your way in through these like giant set of double doors because we got to bring the double doors back. We love those double doors mm -hmm. um, that leads into this this central area. Revolving doors just don't no work. No revolving doors? Weren't we chased? It's sure, there's a giant no. grand golden revolving door. <laughs> no. Leading uh, into this that. main section of the mall. We're, <laughs> we're dead. No, please. If there's no mirrors, there cannot be another <laughs> Well, okay, but here's the good door. news. This time you're in the center of the city and you can see people doing it. You can understand the, the physics of it all before. Or you won't. even get didn't up have to it. Help, didn't help last time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, weren't was it the last? Weren't we chased out of this mall the last time for? That was in Ward sixty nine. Probably right? out of a different section. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like okay. that was. Yeah, that was often precinct fucking three. It's like we were chased okay. out of Macy's, and this is Burlington, so we're fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. The Macy's police won't cross gang lines. I feel you. Like. <laughs> um. Just, also, just to retcon, I dressed in my most covering clothing I had. So okay. I, I tried to cover the tattoos. Well, yeah, you do have like the hoodie. And, yeah, I, yeah, I tried to cover the tattoos to the best of my ability. Okay. So you know, crop hoodie. Remain anonymous. <laughs> yeah, my, my torso is in full view. But <laughs> right. Why would I hide this glorious belly button ring? <laughs> you, you, have a, you have a crop top like uh, Bill from Bill and Ted. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I walk inside. Yeah, we all okay. get inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make your way inside. Um, it's like absolutely packed in here, like shoulder to shoulder, all sorts of races, people from all different guilds. It's just packed. Everyone is like cheering, dancing to the music, having a good time. So it's a circular room, big round circular room, very tall ceilings. And at the top, there's a giant glass dome that looks up into the night or the afternoon sky. There's a stage in the middle of the room that's also circular. And on the stage, you see there's like a cannon at every corner that's shooting out purple and white and blue confetti every once in a while. On the stage, there is a band, like a four-piece band comprised of four halflings that are playing this like synthy, groovy music. And there's a, there's a group of lady dancers of six different races uh, all dancing on the stage, kind of like trying to appeal to uh, all the different races in Ravnica. And then there's also these giant 20-foot banners uh, hanging down from these tall ceilings that are bright purple, and you can see that they have Martin Dragon's logo on it, which I think you guys saw somewhere else, which is just like a very jagged-looking dragon head. So you're saying that there is a centaur woman dancing on the stage. Yeah, and how does, sure how does that She's look? She's doing is like a tap dance. Oh, okay. Oh, I was okay. imagining more of a Shakira, J-Lo, Super Bowl halftime show type of <laughs> 
That would that would be the Vidalkins. Uh, the Vidalkins are the give me the J Lo vibes. Right. I give I give uh, Flum like a elbow nudge. I'm like dog, <laughs> nice dude. Flum Flum completely missing the message. Just goes. She looks like my mother. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> so around this circular room, you can see that there are all sorts of booths set up. They look like they've definitely paid a very premium price to be set up here today in this main chamber. <laughs> Among them, there's like shops, there's festival games, but two that stand out to you are, one is you can see the speaker standing behind a shelf. He's yelling at some kids who are trying to buy some trading cards. And then right next to him, uh, even more to your surprise, is Stavros Shit, uh, who <gasps> seems to have like a funny little um, <laughs> shelf made of bricks with all sorts of weird items on it. And Daryl, can you roll a perception check for me? Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. That is a 19. All right, with a 19, you see in the stall right next to Stavros, there is a festival game. And it's like one of those ones where you like shoot water into like a target, mm -hmm. but the gun is Flum with his decanter of endless water, and the target you're hitting is Chuggles with his mouth open. Um, and so there's a <laughs> bunch of kids sitting there like playing that game, squirting into the thing, and like a little Chuggles puppet uh, goes shooting up when they fill it with water. <laughs> At first, Whoa! I thought you were saying they were actually over there, <laughs> like they like ran away from us. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I do that. We're, we're right next to it. You know, they got the little <laughs> game, and then there's me and Chuggles <laughs> on the other side. Right. Um, That's some wouldn't, shit. wouldn't put it past you guys, but the thing you notice specifically is on top of like a big pedestal, like with all the prizes around it, like there's little stuffed animals of all of you guys. Mm -hmm. But on the top of the pedestal is your uh, black knife that you got from the font uh, that you hucked into the wall of the police station and never <laughs> went back for. Well, that's handy, huh? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because it came up in this yeah, episode. Apparently, it did. Yes. I um, but so yeah, that's the scene. There's just this music playing, super crowded booth set up all over the place. Wait, so the knife is the prize? The knife seems to is like in with all the other prizes. Number one prize. Yeah, it's like the uh, big prize. Mm. I I like I like slap uh, Flum again. I'm like, dude. Wait, I really need to refine a character voice, any character voice at all. Oh. Australian again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Let's try it. Oh. <laughs> I love check. Look at that knife over there. <laughs> um, it's a cheeky uh, knife. Uh, <laughs> oh, flum. That's oh, not Jesus a knife. Christ. This is a knife. <clears throat> oh, flum. Look at. Do you think you'd be any good at that game? Wait, do we have any rangers? Fuck, Sting is. Yeah, Sting is not with you. Sting Man, is dead. I guess I'd be the best at that, huh? Wait, I. I can rig the game if you guys want. I I could just use my decanter. That's true. You could do that. Could you? Could you please? I really want that uh that Chuggles puppet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Let me give it a shot. So can I just walk over there and like ask to play? Yeah, you make your way through the crowd and there's a, a lady behind the stand running the game. Uh, some kids are just finishing up around and uh, the lady looks at you and she's like, Hey, I recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> do you? From where? From TV. Yeah, you're in this here game that I run. <laughs> he looks down, he goes, I guess, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Say, I mean, I don't really care too much about this game. I'm just kind of doing this for some extra income, but I guess it would be kind of cool to have Flum play the Flum game. Yeah, I'll play. The only prizes we have really are these stuffed animals. I guess we have this knife too. Uh, 
Someone said, like, my boss said they just pulled it out of, like, a the wall of a police station. Oh, <laughs> this sounds like Daryl. How you get carnival prizes. Classic Daryl. It's like that, that shitty white couple that's selling glass from the Portland uh, police department oh, yeah. that got blown up. And they're, like, selling it on necklaces for $400. Jesus. Uh, this little Vidalkin boy who's playing the game uh, looks up at you, Flum, and he's like, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're on. <laughs> he starts beating the shit out of this. Kid. Uh, Su- Sully, is there an easy way for uh, Chuggles to sneak over to the machine and replace himself with one of the squirting Muppet head things? <laughs> Do you think it's alarming for Chuggles to see his lifeless skin on this machine? <laughs> no, they're they're like uh, like cardboard, like wooden oh, painting. Oh, yeah, I was imagining of. felty Muppets. But what I was gonna say is, Chuggles, the part of this game that is you is the part that gets the water squirted into. Yeah, so like I, if I was look, Flum's look thing, then I'd go up You'll just on the get wall wet and real soggy. Quick. Get so wet you and want heavy. okay? So you want to replace the doll that shoots up with yourself? Yeah. Roll a stealth check. Okay, Lena, you said you had a question. I give him bardic inspiration. That was my. Oh that was my no! <laughs> <laughs> Would have been cool if you were still a bard. I give him roguish inspiration. <laughs> a roguish smile. What did you say that roll is <laughs> a stealth roll? A stealth roll, yeah. All right. And Flum, I'll have you roll a. Perception to see if you notice this. I forgot to <laughs> if say. If I notice, it's Chuggles. It's sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have uh, this lady and the kids roll against you. So the kids got a twelve. The lady got a sixteen. I'll give that to you. Yay! I got a twelve, so I don't know if it's Chuggles. <laughs> yeah, so Chuggles, you are able to replace yourself with the uh, Chuggles puppet that is sitting on top of this machine. Um, Does anyone have like levitate? There. Is there is there a spell? I got no. I got a plan. Don't worry. I also have All a plan. Right. If that plan doesn't plan, <laughs> so Chuggles is up there and he gives thumb. He gives Flum a wink and a thumbs up. <laughs> Roll another stealth. Fuck. <laughs> fifteen. Flum doesn't know what he just saw. Okay, you can you can have that with a fifteen. Okay. Fuck, that was close. But it's a. I guess Flum doesn't understand it, anyways. Um, so the lady sets up the game. She like uh, pushes all the things back down. Yeah, the game is set up and ready to go. A little bell dings, and the kids start squirting their water, and they seem to be very good at this game. Uh, so, so what I'm gonna doing? do is Flum's gonna lean over in such a way that his real decanter of endless water like hangs over the Flum head, and oh, he's so just like gonna- a like a lady trying to show a little cleavage at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> or someone their dice. he's gonna whisper geyser to just blast the thing up (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm gonna have the lady roll a perception check Chuckles is about to die Uh, do you want to roll against it with a stealth sure sure do I roll to see if I survive this you don't have to she got a natural one (laughs) natural 20 (laughs) (laughs) Chuckles goes blasting to the ceiling Chuckles Chuckles goes Um, through the through the booth. <laughs> Just. So basically, you set the world record in this game. Um, <laughs> with a natural 20, you're able to make it like the water comes out of the decanter and goes into the like decanter gun. Like you're yeah. able to aim it perfectly. So it goes into the gun and shoots out as if it were like as if you were doing it legitimately. And you blast the target. Chuggles, you go shooting 20 feet up into the air and you are now like level with the glass dome. <laughs> Flum, you win, like you get a ding, 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 like a very satisfying bell. Uh, Chuggles, you are 20 feet in the air right by the glass dome. 
Uh, you're also next to one of these giant 20 foot tall drapes with like Martin Dragon's logo on it. Uh, what are you doing? Can I grab the drapes and just kind of hang there? Roll a dexterity saving throw. That is an 11. So you grab onto it, but it's actually made of like a silky type uh, material. So you start sliding down it very quickly. <laughs> you like land on the ground without damage. I turn to the kids and I'm like, you can't beat the original. They all start clapping for you. <laughs> that was very impressive. Um, and and I, the lady's like, I think you broke my game, but like I said, minimum wage, don't really care. Uh, you can have any of these prizes, whatever you want. And she points, there's big stuffed animals of each of you. And then there's uh, Daryl's knife up on a pedestal. I'll take the knife, please. <laughs> yeah, sure. Here you go. She takes it down and she hands it to you. Really thought Plum's going to walk over animal. walk over triumphantly and hand it back to Daryl. No, keep a better eye on your stuff, he says, wagging his finger. <laughs> so after that happened... Uh, <laughs> well, now there are definitely some eyes on you. Like, people are... You kind of, like, were able to fade into the crowd earlier, but now people are starting to uh, notice that you guys so are around. So while that was happening, Baldrick wanted to go to the booth next door and talk to Stavros... Hello! <laughs> oh my god! Baldrick Stormcaller! I can't believe it's really you! I heard you were back! <laughs> Stavros! You're still in the game, man! Of course I'm still in the game! What else I do? Good point. Good point. Uh, <laughs> do you come for me to me for more weapons? I mean, you got anything new? Maybe in the hammer <laughs> variety? Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any special weapons? Yeah, any special <laughs> weapons, Stavros? I mean, with him, that would probably, like, make sense. <laughs> Maybe. It is the origin of the meme. I only have, I, I only have regular uh, hammers. He just has hammers? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, he has a little row of uh, regular woodsman hammers. Well, like, that's all he has? <laughs> Nothing else? <laughs> that's all he has. He's just a hammer can, salesman? Can we go to the, um, can we go to the American equivalent ward? Get my... <laughs> AR sword. <laughs> right. Um, so you see like a shadow fall over his face and all of a sudden he's like, hey, hey Bulldog Stormcaller. Stavros. <laughs> I, I hear you're looking for uh, for some special things. Uh, I, w I would. Yeah, yes. He reaches under the table and he like slowly pulls up just so it's kind of like peeking out from under the table uh, a war hammer. <laughs> How about this? Does you like this? Uh, yes, I do. What, what is that, Stavros? <laughs> so, uh, what's, uh, what's special about this, uh, Warhammer there, Stavros? I, I couldn't bring much because my, my, uh, you know, better half would have noticed, but, uh, I, I was able to sneak this in. I call it, uh, the Warhammer of Boom. <laughs> uh, what, what makes it go, uh, boom? <laughs> when you hit someone. Um, I mean, how, how much you want for it, man? For you, for Padre Stormcaller? I'd say uh, 20 gold. 20 gold? Yes, 20 gold. For 20 gold, that sounds like a cheap knockoff. I think Baldrick's <laughs> going to get ripped off. I don't off think those. I even have 20 gold. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on a second. Uh, and I walk over to Flum and I'm like, hey, Flum, you know how you got that uh, those royalties from the speaker? No. <laughs> Flum, I know you got them. <laughs> what do you want? Just pass me like 10 gold. Okay, but I'm, I'm counting this as a loan at 50% quarterly interest rate. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 
I have this wonderful opportunity called Cluckbuck <laughs> that I think you might be interested in investing in. It's its own currency. The Orzovs have made it themselves. It's very valuable. It's worth three times the dollar. Are you interested? <laughs> can, can, three can times the dollar? <laughs> I don't know. Ray, roll deception on Baldrick or Flub. <laughs> no, roll deception on Baldrick. Can we do a contest? I, I don't think Baldrick uh-huh. is going to believe that a Cluckbuck is real. <laughs> I start waving them around wildly. I'm just arms full of scrolls. Cluck bucks, I've heard of them. <laughs> Guy, uh, uh, I, I don't know about that, uh, but I will take the loan, Flum. All right. Uh, you got it. All right. Th- thank you very much. You're missing a really valuable opportunity to become your own boss. You can An be a boss, babe, Baldrick. An entrepreneur. Guy, can I, can I buy Work one Work from home, buck? make your own hours. Of course, struggles. Uh, I don't have any money because I lost my character sheet and that had all my gold on it. <laughs> Budget, you okay, buddy? You, you, you on some hard times? No, no, no. Sir, I, I, you I, accept got cluck I got the money. You have cluckbuck? Of course. Fuck. Oh, well, for, for cluckbuck, hammer only one. <laughs> See, Baldrick. All right, guy. How how much for one cluckbuck? I told you there were three times a dollar, but I'm going to make you a special deal, and it's only going to be two gold. All right, I can do two gold. Wait, 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 wait. Two gold? That's not the exchange rate. The exchange rate is more like 100 gold. Oh, has it gone up? Oh, it's gone sky high. Wow, okay. I'm sorry, Baljik, your deal is not standing anymore. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Stavros, I will take it for 20 gold. He hands you the hammer and he takes your gold and he's just like, okay. do you need to work or something, Baldrick? Uh, we could always use like a, a hand in the back. Nah, I think uh, I think I'm okay. I mean, you know I how the vouch Boros- for Baldrick. He's real good at a hand in the back. The shadows drop from Stavros's face and he's like, okay, uh, anything else? You want hammer? Uh, no, no, I think I think I'll be good. Where'd you get that warhammer from? Oh, it was just it was in my my back pocket. You know, like <laughs> they, they're pretty ah, okay. big in these jackets. You know. Yes, I see. Yes, that that makes perfect sense. Where did you get twenty gold from? Flum only offered ten. I had eleven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that just wasn't clarified. Okay. Oh yeah, no, no. I only needed ten more, <laughs> but now I only have one. <laughs> Are you guys like all coming back together, or uh... Uh, I walk? I walk. I'm gonna walk back over to to Flum and Chuggles over by the thing. Okay, you all kind of reconvene uh, at the giant banner that Chuggles is just kind of wrapped up in right now. And as you all get like back together, you all of a sudden like hear this booming voice come over a loudspeaker of sorts that's just like, and now the man of the hour, billionaire tech mogul, the one, the only Martin Dragon. And the crowd just goes nuts. Uh, as you look up to the stage and you see this like very handsome kind of young dark skinned man with like a nice fade to his buzzed hair. He's wearing this bright purple suit that kind of looks like dragon scaly. And he just like sprints out onto the stage looking very happy, like very open, very bubbly. Uh, And then he trips, (laughs) but he like does a little move to try to make it look intentional, but it really does not look intentional (laughs) whatsoever. Really want that. Yeah, he's got kind of got a Willy Wonka vibe to him. Um, and as he like ushers the dancers off the stage, he's like, ha ha ha, look at those girls go! Aren't those girls the best, everybody? And the crowd just goes nuts. This is for my, This is giving me Iron Man 2 vibes, but like not as cool. Like Justin <laughs> Hammer? Yeah, yeah, exactly oh. like Justin Hammer. 
Does he does he kind of look like a black Sam Rockwell? <laughs> I don't know what a <laughs> I can't picture a black Sam Rockwell, <laughs> I'm so I'm gonna say no. no okay. Anyways. I'm going with yes. <laughs> Flum's Flum's gonna mutter to himself. I really thought he'd be a dragonborn. Me too. Huh. <laughs> I'm disappointed. The band is still playing and he kind of like gives them like like a, like a cut it off type motion looking very annoyed. Uh, and they stop and he takes this little microphone in his hand. What a turn up today, everybody. What a turn up. I can't believe how much this city has welcomed me with open arms, but with a brain like mine, how couldn't you? And like the crowd goes wild again. Daryl like, starts screaming. Just he's into it. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> the drugs just kick in. is going with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess I know why you're all here. I bet you're all wondering, what does the great Martin Dragon have up his sleeve this time? And I'm here to tell you, it's actually in my pockets. And he sticks his hand in his pocket and he's like, now what's the number one thing in Ravnica? Other than the people, of course. The crowd goes wild again. That's right. The music. <gasps> oh no. Music. <laughs> and he pulls his hand out of his pocket, and what comes out is a little like rectangular box. Oh no. And attached to it is like a wire with like some padding on it or something. And he's just like, I present to you all the Dragman. And he holds it up and everyone like <laughs> oohs and awes. Walkman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> In one device. <laughs> You can have every song you've ever heard from any bar or any tavern band streaming to you straight from Dragon Towers. And he like points up uh, to the like glass dome above you and you can actually see Dragon Tower with its big spire that's glowing uh, up above you. And the crowd goes insane. I'll take 20. We have a database of every song that has ever been played by any musician in all of Ravnica in the tower, streaming to these devices all throughout the city. And do you all want to know what the best part is? Do you want to know what the best part is? What? You're all going home with one today! Oh boy. And as he yells that, and he like spreads his arms out wide in like a big dramatic fashion, the glass dome above you all explodes. Uh, and all the glass goes flying downwards. And the room, which was kind of tinted with like a purple light, like you can tell there was a purple theme to this party, just all of a sudden is bathed red by some sort of light source above you. Oh, fuck. Uh, and you hear just like, <laughs> like just dubstep blaring uh, into the room from the window. Do I recognize this music? These funky beats? You recognize this as the music of the one and only Applicant <laughs> So like Martin Dragon like covers his head so the glass doesn't hit him, uh, and everyone's kind of looking up now, and you see a massive silhouette start to lower down uh, from the light source, and as it does, this like deep booming voice is like Martin Dragon. It appears as though your little corporate show is about to hit a major roadblock. Your product will never reach the hands of the consumers if Appalachian Caesarita has anything to say about it. <laughs> I'm assuming the crowd's like screaming. Yeah, so and like- after that is said, uh, the crowd starts screaming and all starts trying to like book it towards the doors. The ones <laughs> that get to like the revolving doors, uh, they're locked and they can't get out, which uh. just starts creating more of a panic. Uh, Martin Dragon is just kind of like standing there frozen, not sure what to do. And this silhouette drops down to the stage, and when it reaches it, 
it like drops off of uh, the chains it was dangling from and smashes through the stage. Uh, and this is a very, very large man, or at least what looks to be a man, with like arms and legs the fucking size of like tree trunks. Just jacked to all shit, uh, completely naked except for like a Speedo that it's wearing. Uh, and a giant, kind of, it looks like a backpack on its back, <laughs> but it's just like two giant barrels with all sorts of like pipes and steam releases coming off of it. Instead of a head, it just kind of has like this small metal circle with a like one window in it that's just spewing blue light. And instead of arms, uh, like instead of four arms, it just has two massive pistons. And as it like kind of stands up from the stage, the pistons like shoot off like it's punching. And with every punch, it makes like a wom, 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 wom. From where Daryl is, however far back that is, and like people are rushing by him, I'm like standing trying to walk through like, you fucking bastard. <laughs> I um, doubt he can hear me. Everyone else is screaming, but I'm like, you you get over here, you fucking bitch. <laughs> the big uh, dude, I'm going to call him a Cyclops because he kind of has that big blue glowy eye, like stands up from the destroyed stage and he's between Martin Dragon and the band, and you all are down on the stage below him, and can you all roll initiative for me? Baldrick got a 10. I got an 11. Five flum. 16. 14. Okay, so Martin Dragon is actually going to have the first move, and he, in like an unexpected turn, like grabs the mic stand that was right next to him, and he picks it up and kind of stands defiantly between this thing and the crowd, and he's like, you stay away from the citizens, you big bastard. Uh, and he runs forward and he's going to try to hit it with the mic stand. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and it just like bounces off the thing's leg and it looks down at him uh, with its light, like just blaring onto Martin Dragon. And Martin Dragon's just like, uh-oh. And uh, it's Daryl's turn. <laughs> uh-oh. Now, this isn't where the voice was coming out of, right? This is something else that was coming from the ship. Right, the voice was coming from above and booming okay. down into the room. It didn't seem to be coming from this Cyclops creature. Okay. So, Daryl, you have the first move. You guys are about 5, 10, 15, 20 feet away from the stage right now. Okay, 20 feet away from the stage. Sure, sure, sure. So, I'm going to do... I have this roguish ability called Psychic Whispers, which means that I can... On one person I see for an hour, I can basically, as Start an there. action, roll your psionic talent dice. And choose creatures you can see. For one hour, the chosen creature can speak telepathically with you, and you with yeah, and you with them die. Oh, it's just one d eight. So basically, I'm going to cast this on Martin Dragon. Okay. So Here's, you're now telepathically connected to him for how long? Uh, an hour. Okay. As long nice. as I stay within a mile of him. Got it. And here's my here's uh, Daryl's where his headspace is at. He's a. They just introduced this man as a billionaire, right? He's obviously one of the most influential yes, men absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Daryl thinks, yo, if I can get this stupid motherfucker out without him getting hurt, try to save his life, he'll be in my debt. I can get money. Also, <laughs> number right. two, Apple Aiken Quesarita obviously wants this dude messed up. I hate Apple Aiken. Mm -hmm. Both the town and the guy. Hey, right. so don't I'm diss Apple Aiken. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> Do we have to censor so Apple Aiken? Because that might give Joanna somewhat <laughs> no, location. It's a, whole it's a whole mountain range, Chris. Oh, That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Martin douchebag. <laughs> Whoa, what's in my head? Uh, a Loxodon bard named Daryl Hall. Probably heard of me. You're a fan of music. Uh, Daryl Hall? Ravnik Avenger? Yes. We're behind you. Wait, 
you stole my newspaper headline. How are you talking to me right now? Uh, and you see him up on the stage, like starting to like look around and he's screaming this all out loud. <laughs> you could say it in your head, little man, but look behind you. We're here to protect you. He looks around and uh, he's like, all of you are here. I've got a bone to pick with you. I do finger guns. Come pick it over here, <laughs> douchebag. Uh, and that's my action, so. That's your action? Yeah, it's like a full action. Is there anything you want to do for a bonus action or a movement? Because you are pretty far away from everything Yeah, right I think now. I'm going to move up. I'll move. I can't. How far away am I? 30. So you could get like right up to Martin, maybe a bit next to him. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll run up on stage. Okay. So like next. Yeah. Chuggles, you are up. <clears throat> Has any. So Daryl ran up on the stage. All right. Has anyone taken note of Chuggles' outfit today? Can we see it? Is it different than normal? (laughs) It is different than normal. What is it? Were we supposed to notice that (laughs) in this audio podcast? No, but uh, (laughs) I would like to explain it now if I am given the permission. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Go for it. If I said I had taken note of it, would this avoid this entire conversation? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, so Chuggles is wearing black leather clothing, like top down and whatever. (laughs) His hair is spiked in such a way that he looks like a main character (laughs) in an anime. (laughs) For what? And he has on his hip, a little pouch in the shape of a square. And Chuggles would like to use his 30 feet of movement speed to hop up on the stage right next to Daryl. Fuck yeah, little man. <laughs> Martin Dragon. Whoa, another one. <laughs> Hello, I am Chuggles the Muppetborn of the Ravnica Avengers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you stole my newspaper headline. I know none of the sort, but I am here. As a free action, can I? Yeah, what's your free action, Joanna? I was just going to tell Martin to shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> but Keep going. But I want to hear his Chuggles monologue. Hello, Martin Dragon. Um... Uh, Chuggles is flustered. Yeah, we've been there already. What's up? Spit it out, little guy. Chuggles uh, starts doing his hands in a strange motion, and cards come flying out of his right pocket. (laughs) What? He has a deck of cards floating in a red light (laughs) near his hand, and Chuggles goes, It's time to duel! <laughs> oh no. Uh, Martin looks like back and forth between Chuggles and Daryl like very quickly and he lands on Daryl and is like, uh, what's the little guy doing? <laughs> I'll be honest, this is either new to me or I've forgotten every other time he's done this. So I don't know. <laughs> Great. Well, it seems cool. Keep going, little guy. I use my action to draw a card from my deck. Uh huh. It's Gambit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would like to roll a random number, one to 30-something. I don't remember. All right. I got four. So I will go into my okay. deck and pull the fourth card. All right. So Chuggles, pull- Chuggles draws a card. <laughs> I draw a card. That was so elaborate. And Chuggles <laughs> throws it onto the stage, face up. Yeah. And 30. it's 30 feet away from him, a little to the right. So it's like, it's like against Martin Dragon, kind of. Like it's away so from like the right group. next to him. Yeah, it's like to the right of us, away from the group, so it kind of distracts the big guy's sight. And a giant monster appears from the Ravnica Avengers trading card. It is a giant magician. Its face <laughs> is kind of goofy. It has googly eyes, and the 
the gemstone on the end of the magician's stick kind of looks like Chuggles' gemstone. So what does it do? Is it just like a hologram? Does it just stand there? This is a magical illusion from my deck of illusions. The enemy has a chance to do a DC uh, something investigation check, and if they succeed, it appears translucent, and if it, they do not succeed, they believe it is a real so monster. he got a 7 minus 2, so it's 5. <laughs> All right, so this monster is real to him. The Cyclops turns to it, and um, you see like the light coming out of its giant central eye hole thing just start to like blink rapidly. Um, and he like leans down towards it with a growl of dubstep. Did he not react to me at all? The Cyclops? Yeah. No, because he was looking at Martin. Oh. Um, and he was distracted by the fact that Martin was screaming at him but didn't seem to be talking to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I end my turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Guy, you're up. Wait, hold on. Last question about Chuggles. Does his outfit matter? Then, well, I, flavor, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I, I know it's that. I was just wondering if it actually had any kind of... T- like. <laughs> Real and meaning. It oh, yeah, shows that Chuggles is ready to duel. Honestly, I love okay. this. This is great. I want you all the best. Chuggles. All the best duelists to wear leather. In all honesty, if Chuggles was wearing black fucking leather with his hair spiked up, he should have had disadvantage on his stealth checks to try to replace the Chuggles <laughs> on the thing. But I guess you're just that good. So, guy. Hold on. He goes up to right behind Daryl onto the stage. Wait, can he get up there? Can you jump up there? It's a bit of a struggle for Guy, but he can get up there. <laughs> he does okay. some pull-ups on the way. He's just jumping into the air. <laughs> oh, he's got Baldrick's immovable rod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, I meant on the edge of the stage. I know. Uh, I we know. know, but it's just funny. Okay. Um, Fun fact, that's what Baldrick's uh, workout routine in the morning looks like. He just puts the rod in the air and just starts doing pull-ups. I like the idea that he goes for a jog with it in his pocket and then it suddenly triggers and he just goes like and it rips his shorts <laughs> off. It's a funny bit. <laughs> then I'm going to slap my stone of the balancing scales onto my hammer. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to wave it in Martin Dragon's direction. And you're going to redistribute his wealth? No. Oh, in Martin Dragon's direction? Yes. Uh, that dude is proletariat. Or wait, what's the bad one? Bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. Yeah, that dude is bourgeoisie. Yeah, he's a billionaire. I yeah. thought this was like so hard, hard blue. Yeah, hard okay, blue. I thought so. And I pointed him, and I, I don't trust you. Were all these musicians gonna be fairly compensated for their work, or was this gonna be a Spotify situation? Uh, he turns to you and he's like, "Guy Elfman too." Yeah, of course they are. Who do you think I am? Jeff Bezos. I mean, yes, that is exactly who I thought you were. <laughs> no I'd- offense, guys, but I think maybe we should kill that thing. <laughs> and he like raises his uh, mic stand back over his head At this and point, turns back around. Is there still like a mob of people milling about in the background? Yeah, so the <laughs> doors are locked. So they're all kind of crowding the doors right now, like trying to get them open and like people are like smashing them and stuff and it's not working. There's not one person in the audience who thinks that they're like some tough guy and can fight with us. It's Martin. That's Martin. (laughs) Ravnica's full of a bunch of babies. Uh, So pointing your hammer of the balancing scales or stone of the balancing scales or whatever, that is a uh, bonus action. 
I use the rest of my action to point it at the machine. <laughs> like the Cyclops? Yeah. Is he not a machine? Uh, he's kind of half machine-ish. Like his arms are machiney, big pistons connected to the barrel on his back. Guy, <laughs> when you point it at him, so this will be your action, mm-hmm. it actually goes red, like a deep red. See, I think I might trust him a little more than you. Guy, no, wait, listen. This, uh, this fucking Appalachian bullshit, man, stole my beats without compensating me. Your beats? A decade ago. <laughs> he used my, my beats for the basis of his shitty robo-step. Has this ever come up before, Daryl? Am I lying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it hasn't, Guy. Okay, well... Baldrick, it's your turn. So I'm going to move between uh, Martin Dragon and Chuggles' giant illusion monster thing. Do I need a... All right, Baldrick hops onto the stage. Do I know that that's an illusion? You'd have to do a check. Unless Chuggles has told you what the deck does. Which I don't think he has, so I guess roll an investigation check. Okay. I got a two. (laughs) (laughs) So you think Chuggles just summoned an honest... Yeah, you think he summoned an honest-to-God real physical magician. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, Chuggles, you've gotten stronger. Whoa, where'd you come from? Uh, don't worry about it, but we're here to help. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what, what Guy's on about, but uh, you seem to be in a bit of danger from this guy. We saw him earlier, and we followed him here. So um, time to bring out the ex-wife, and Baldrick pulls out the boom hammer uh, oh. that Stavros <laughs> gave him. Uh, and he, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, he's no. gonna beat that woman. Oh, no. <laughs> he, and he rips off his cloak, and underneath he's wearing a white wife beater. <laughs> well, that stained was, white wife beater. It was yeah. an Iron Man reference. Um, <laughs> okay, so he bigs out the boom hammer, and he's first as a bonus action going to go into a rage. Uh, okay. And since he's within ten feet of the oh, Cyclops, God. he is going Hide to the women. Uh, the Cyclops needs to make a make a deck saving throw. Uh, natural one. So whatever you're going to do does double. All right, he's going to take uh, 1d6 lightning damage. Make it two. That is eight lightning damage. And he's metal. Does that do more? He, he isn't metal. Oh, okay. He's flesh. He has a, some metal components, and because of the natural one, so the energy sparks off you as you build yourself into a rage, mm-hmm. and your electricity does, in fact, hit one of his piston hands, and it just kind of goes wild for a couple seconds as he takes that eight points of damage. All right. Does it like let off a crazy like sonic boom in that direction or? Uh, no, it just is a little. <laughs> okay, and now that uh, and now I'm going to take my attack action, and since I'm doing that, I get a double attack on him, and I'm going to use the boom hammer. All right, that is a seventeen. Uh, yeah, seventeen hits. Also, I'm doing this. I'm doing this two handed, so it deals one d ten damage. Instead of 1d8. Perfect. Um, so you're going to roll the 1d10 damage for the Cyclops. And then I also need you to roll 2d12s for me. Okay. Um, all right. So that is uh, that is 10 uh, normal damage. And then 2d12. Yep. Uh, 11 from the d12. So all in all, that's 21 damage. So the Cyclops takes 21 damage. But when your boom hammer hits the Cyclops it explodes, uh, sending you and Martin Dragon uh, flying back 15 feet, um, which I believe sends you... It sends him off the stage, (laughs) and it sends you straight into one of the confetti cannons. (laughs) So you both take that damage as well. 
Fuck. To wait, 21 or just the, the 11? Just the 11 from okay. the explosion. Fuck. And the Cyclops just like stumbles back like one step and Chuggles' magician uh, disappears. Can I try uh, to grab Martin Freeman as he flies by? Oh, man. Uh, he's not flying by you. Baldrick, you are completely singed, head to toe, just covered in, like, soot. <laughs> and the hammer is gone. Uh, um, and look- Martin Dragon just, like, kind of pokes his head up from the other side, from, like, the stage uh, and peers at you guys. And he's like, wow, that was a shocker. Uh, as as I look at my burned hands and the dust of what was a hammer, I look towards Daryl next to me and I say, Stavros Tech, not good. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Flum, you're up. All right. Flum's gonna join them up on stage. I'm gonna go next to Baldrick, actually. Bit of a one-trick pony, but it's Flum's best opening move. Flum's getting a better, better grasp about his, how his powers work, and you're gonna see him kind of, like, lean his head down, close his eyes while clutching his holy symbol for a minute, and then in front of him... It's going to start to, a glowing weapon will appear. And Flum, looking at this giant guy, is like, I know just what to do. <laughs> and out of the ground is going to rise this kind of long, rectangular, one-edged blade with this large, clunky handle. Because Flum has been pumped for Attack on Titan Season 4. Sullivan inserted <laughs> an advertisement for Tea Time with Titans. Hello, this is Sullivan Harris inserting an ad for Tea Time with Titans. It is an Attack on Titan rewatch podcast with myself and Ben, joined by Brian Taborny, who you may know from the YouTube channel Paragoya Illusions, who has, fun fact, never seen an anime in his life. So this is his first time ever watching an anime. And hey, it's the greatest anime of all stinking time. Comes out every Wednesday. So throw off your ODM gear, grab a cup of tea, and join us for this big, fat, stinking rewatch of Attack on Titan. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) And Flum is going to send his uh, spiritual blade, which I'm casting at third level to get a little extra damage, at this giant's neck, which I will roll. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 absolutely hits. Hell yeah. Now that I'm casting it at third level, I can roll 2d8. Ooh. And what kind of damage is this doing? This is force damage. So it's not an actual blade, but Flum's going to do like the slicing motion across the back of his neck. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So four plus eight plus my two. So that'd be 14 damage as this spiritual sword slices across his neck. The barrel is kind of like right on its neck, but there's a small area between like it's the headpiece it's wearing and the barrel where you can just like get right in there and slice the nape of its neck. Um, and it lets out like a big dubstep as uh, its light begins to flicker really fast in its eye. Kind of like reels back from that hit, recuperates, uh, and then looks down at all of you just standing in a line in front of him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he is just going to randomly go for one of you. Three, so Daryl is the third over. Um, Bitch. I was worried he had a breath weapon or something. No. Uh, He looks straight at Daryl Hall, uh, and he goes sprinting forward. Like, it takes him a second to get some momentum, but he's just charging straight at Daryl, and he is going to shoot his arms forward, and with a big dubstep, you wub. He does two quick punches to you. Does a uh, 17 hit your armor class? Yes. (laughs) And does an... 
a 28 hit your armor class. No, actually. <laughs> so Daryl. Yes. Uh, as this thing just, I'm going to say it, double fists you with its Ooh. two dubstep pistons. Not my um, first time. You're going to take... Four oh, kids no. would censor that. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, uh, eighteen. Oh wait, that was a ten. So twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, uh, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, forty-five damage. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm knocked out. <laughs> so the first punch, um, he does like an uppercut, and it like lifts you into the air. Before the second punch lands, can I just say one thing? Uh, yeah, so you're in the air floating <laughs> uh, from the uppercut, and what do you say? Your songs fucking suck. Poof! <laughs> and you go flying across the room into one of those banners that's dangling from the wall, um, and you fall to the ground, knocked out. I do have something I can do that so people aren't worried about me, if they were at all. <laughs> um, what? When you are reduced to zero HP but not killed, you can drop to one HP instead. Okay. And so, let's say on my next turn, that's what I do, but I just don't get up because I got <laughs> fucking wrecked. Play dead. I got I got my shit rocked, so I'm going to lay down. You're playing dead? Yeah, I guess. All right. So, that's how that happens. So, come get me, unless the building explodes. <laughs> if, the, if anything happens, I have enough wherewithal to move out of the building. Right. You can run. Yes. Martin is going to jump back up onto the stage, and he points to the band, and he's like... What are y'all doing? I'm not paying you to stand around. And they all like give him a look and he's going to roll a charisma check as he says, or, or a persua persuasion check as he's like, start playing. Uh, and he got a 19 plus six. So a 25. Uh, and the band just like, so their instruments kind of scattered when this, this Cyclops landed on the stage. Um, and they pick all their instruments back up and start playing like a sick hard rock beat for you guys to fight to. And everybody gets one D6 of Bardic Inspiration, as they do. As, okay. like, magic flows out of their instruments and uh, hits all of you. So it would be Daryl's turn, but Daryl is laying on the ground using his turn <laughs> to play dead. <laughs> and that brings us to Chuggles. Chuggles. So the Cyclops Beast is now directly in front of you. Baldrick is on the other side of it with Flum right behind him, um, and Guy is in the mix there as and well. And my monster is currently in the graveyard, correct? Yeah, your monster got sent to the graveyard. And you are all kind of like gathered around one of these confetti cannons. Chuggles, in anguish of his fallen comrade, would like to cast a spell. From my hand, I activate a spell. <laughs> Chuggles begins to glow <laughs> with moon colors. What's a moon color? <laughs> it's like silvery, yellowy, twinkly, sparkly. So like the cumball. Yeah. Yeah, like the cumball. Yeah. So some semen starts to drip from a 40-foot cylinder, five-foot radius around this big monster. Okay. And it's kind of like ghostly flames and shit. Mm -hmm. I'm casting this at third level. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw, please. He will make a constitution saving throw. Is this another um, thing from your deck? This is not from my deck. Oh, okay. I wanted to do a flavor and have him do dark magic attack, but... I'm just using a spell. Okay. So he is actually going to get advantage on this. Um, and he Ooh. rolled an eight with advantage plus nine. So 17. Ooh. Yeah, he beats me. Okay, so he's going to take half damage. So that is 20 damage. Whoa. And half, or is that the half? 
Oh wait, no, that's not the half. So ten damage. Uh, ten ten damage. That's still pretty good. Uh so Chuggles basically throws his hand out and a little card appears below the dude's feet. It's not actually a card, but I'm using it for flavor. And this radiant light just beams up from beneath him and just engulfs him in silvery flames. Okay, and is this something that like stays there and he has to get out of it, or does it disappear after this one use? Uh, it stays for up to a minute, so he takes it each turn. Yeah, that's okay. Ten, that's ten rounds of combat, so... Oh, I end my turn! <laughs> Guy, you're up. Real quick, would this be considered a creature? Yeah, this is definitely a creature. Okay, I would like to cast command on him. So he has to make a wisdom saving throw or follow my command on his next turn, and my command is stop. He got a seven. He certainly did not pass. He certainly did not pass. <laughs> he kind of seems like like words haven't get, been getting through to him. Like when Martin was talking, he didn't seem to be like registering any of it. Um, but when you say that, like through Chuggles is like radiant mist and stuff, you can see him just kind of like freeze in place. Baldrick. I'm going to move around to the back of the creature so I'm across from Chuggles so I can give myself advantage on yes. my attack. Before I attack, I'm going to use taking my, advantage. I'm going to use my bonus yeah. action to uh, cast my aura again because I'm raging. So he's got to make another deck saving throw. He got a 13. Okay, so he's got to take another d6 of lightning damage. All right, it's a five lightning damage. And then Baldrick is going to take his the attack action uh, and do a double attack with his normal hammer, <laughs> uh, double handed. So there'll be one d10. All right, so one is a 17, and the other is a 20, unnatural 20. Those both hit. All right, so he's going to take 18 damage. Okay, so as you run around behind him, so now you're, you're like behind him where that barrel is on his back, like a giant backpack, uh -huh. and it has metal components on it, so your sparks, as they come off of you during your rage, they go jump up into the metal components of his uh, giant barrel backpack, and it starts to crack it a bit. So some steam starts to be like, starts to let out of it. And you can see like he's like kind of wildly shooting off his piston fists. Um, and they seem to be getting a little bit weaker. Then you hit him with those two hits with your hammer. And uh, he lets out another dubstep scream. And uh, we go on to Flum. I'm going to cast a spell I don't think I've ever cast before. Flum's going to touch his holy symbol. And I'm going to imagine, like, gold sparkles float out of it towards Guy, Chuggles, and Baldrick. And I'm going to cast Bless, <gasps> which I choose up to three creatures. And I'm going to cast it at second level. So for the next minute, when you guys make an attack or saving throw, you can add two d4s to that attack or saving throw. And does, does, does this big guy have any, like, exposed parts around either his, like, ankles or knees or, like, back of the leg in general? The ankles are definitely exposed. Back of the knees are probably exposed, too. Like, basically all of his joints are exposed. Okay. Flum's gonna go for the back of the legs now with his sword. And does a... You will have advantage, too, because you have him pretty well surrounded. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, 15 was the highest I rolled. Uh, a 15 hits. Like, yeah, like I said, this guy oh. doesn't have much in the way of armor. Like, he's just bulky. Hell yeah. So, 3 plus 7 plus 2, 12 damage. Okay, you slice through, straight through his Achilles tendon, um, and he drops down onto one knee. That's my turn. 
All right. <laughs> so it's his turn now. And since Guy successfully commanded him to stop, uh, he is going to stop. And he just kind of like looks around at you all uh, and takes in the situation. Um, and we'll go straight back up to Martin Dragon. So he's like, I love this. Martin Dragon, tech billionaire, teams up with the Ravnik Avengers? Let's do this! And he, like, runs forward with his mic stand and tries to hit at uh, the Cyclops again. Uh, <laughs> and he does not. He just bounces his mic stand off the knee. Like, it looks like it was a very weak swing. Um, but he still goes, take this, sucker! <laughs> and we're going to go straight to Juggles. I summon myself in attack position. <laughs> And Chuggles transforms into a bear. I was going to transform okay. into a mule, but like the mule is for the getaway. The bear yeah, is for the mule going to do? Kick him. I'd like to activate my rage action. So he uses his bonus action to uh, go into a rage. All right. <laughs> Chuggles stands very poised for an attack. He's doing like a whoa. Okay, so we are going to go to Guy now, then. Would this creature be considered large? This creature is large. But, like, it's not gigantic, it's large? It is large. Okay, neat. First, I would like to take the last five feet forward that I can to be, like, up next to him. Mm -hmm. And then I am going to hit him with my Warhammer for my first attack. <laughs> All right. And I do have advantage, right? Uh, you absolutely have advantage. You, Martin Dragon, and Chuggles are all, and Baldrick are all surrounding him. I'm imagining this like the broomstick scene from Shaun of the Dead, where they're all just spinning <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, pretty much. With the band playing too. Yeah, exactly. It's an unnatural 20. Yeah, that hits. Um, 12 damage. Yeah, as you bring that hammer down on him, you hear uh, the voice of Karl Marx in your head go, Guy, I love today! <laughs> and then I have one more attack, but instead of hitting with my Warhammer, I would like to um, capture him in my net that I apparently have. Okay, yeah, Guy fucking hits it with his Warhammer and then hucks a net over him. Um, <laughs> and the net kind of like wraps up in the two piston arms, um, and he's kind of like stuck there. I did it! So he can't move. Attack rolls against... Yeah, so he has disadvantage. Everyone else has advantage, and... He has disadvantage on anything dex-related. Cool. I have no um, idea how long I've had this net. I think you've had it from the beginning. I remember you being very excited about the net. Yay. <laughs> Baldrick, you're up. All right. Uh, Did a net. Ben, you said that we can <laughs> add the 2d4 to damage rolls? Uh, attack rolls or saving throws. You also all have the Bardic Inspiration, um, which is a d6 whenever you want to use it on yeah. any roll. Uh, yeah. Guys, I got him in a net. <laughs> Sick. Now he's even more immobile. <laughs> Baldrick is gonna first scream again uh, and just fire out some lightning. Like he's gonna be holding his hammer up like forward, uh, and he's gonna have the the lightning arc from his body through the hammer onto the the guy onto the tank, like Avatar lightning bending. Yeah, basically. So you see a bolt come down through the, the skylight area that from the ceiling, and it arcs oh, through Baldrick and up into the the guy. Oh, sick. Yeah. Um, That's a deck saving throw? Yeah, it's a deck saving throw. So he has disadvantage on this because of the net. Uh, first roll was a natural one. <laughs> All right, so. Um, and you're aiming for the tank on his back, you said? Yeah. All right. All right, that's uh, uh, roll that double damage. 
Seven damage. Okay, but you know what? That lightning comes down, slams into the tank, and the tank um, explodes oh, in a big blue like electricity explosion. Like it's a mix of steam shooting out and electricity shooting out at the same time. Um, are we thrown back again? Well, uh, everybody around him make a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy! And Martin mm. is going to as well, and so is everybody in the band. Does that include me? That yeah, everybody around him. I okay. uh, I have a I have a thing called danger sense. I have advantage on deck saving throws if I can see what's coming at me. So if I can see that happening, do I get advantage? Oh, you can absolutely see that okay. happening. I like how Baldrick caused two unintended explosions <laughs> in this combat sequence. Well, I mean, the hammer one kind of made. I honestly expected something to go wrong. And that's why I made the hammer tech joke because the ex-wife. You see, I like I like the the boom hammer bit because it uh, set itself up and resolved itself within like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the, but that is an that's an unnatural twenty on mine. Okay, guys, your thing relevant here. What was your thing you mentioned earlier? Oh, aura protection. Is it a deck saving throw? Yeah. This is a deck saving throw. Yeah. You all add three. Thanks, nice. Ben. Oh, okay. so I had a- and 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 you all have the bardic inspiration still, which this battle looks like it's wrapping up. So if you want to use that, I got a twenty-four. Yeah, I got a twenty. Succeed more wildly and use the bardic. Um, how much is the bardic inspiration? A d six. I got fourteen. Flum, you are going to take full damage. The band, Martin Dragon, and everybody else is going to take half damage. So Casey, I will let you roll. This 2d12 electric damage. Well, if, it, if it's, electric it's electric damage, I, I'm resistant to it. Okay, so you take no damage then. Um, 11. This huge explosion happens. You all get sent flying back. And the Cyclops, uh, there's like a huge f- fucking billow of smoke coming from where he was standing. And as it dissipates and floats up into the air, you see where he was once standing is now just a giant splatter outwards of blood. Oh, nice. And you see Martin Dragon uh, stand up from a little, like, pile of rubble he got shot into. Um, And as he brushes it off his clothes, he, like, looks around at all of you kind of shell-shocked, and it's just like, That was awesome! When are we doing this again? Thank you for listening to Ravnik Avengers 2, Disco of the Soul. The Ravnik Avengers are Sullivan Harris as the DM, Casey Clark as Baldrick Stormcaller, Joanna as Daryl Hall, Lena Pratt as Guy Elfman, Chris Rowe as Truggles and the Muppetborn, and Ben Mannix as Flumstake Dragava. If you like the podcast, please consider following us on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Also, leave us a rating on iTunes. Leave us five knocked out elephants out of five knocked out elephants. The Ravnik Avengers are part of the Orion Valley Productions podcast network where you can listen to our two other shows. You probably heard the ad for the first one uh, in the middle of this episode. It is Tea Time with Titans. It is a brand new Attack on Titan rewatch podcast with Ben and I and our buddy Brian, who's never seen any anime before. Uh, We watched the first two episodes and you can listen to uh, us discuss them uh, right now on the feed. That is Tea Time with Titans. You can also check out Frankly, I love movies. Josh Wall's podcast, where he sits down with a different guest every single week to discuss the movies they love, to try to figure out why the heck we love movies as much as we do. His miniseries uh, from stage to screen just came to a close, and he did a great Best of the Decade episode talking about the 2000s with Alyssa Misha and Matt Simmons, who are two of my favorite guests. 
definitely go give that a listen. Thank you to Lord Candy for our cover art. You can find her at L-O-R-D-K-N-D-Y on Instagram. Now I'll see you all next week when the Ravnik Avengers uh, just cannot help themselves with their sticky little fingers. Bye! Lena, can you go ahead and roll a D100 for me to determine how many cluck bucks Guy Elfman still has in his stash? Sure can. 88. You have 88 cluck bucks? I have so many cluck bucks. That was a four when I rolled because I thought we were going to go right back into it. I got a 78. So I'm destined to have a lot of cluck bucks. Wow. You have the same number of cluck bucks as there are keys on a piano. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like you're like Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness where you just have like a room full of cluck bucks that you couldn't sell. How big are cluck bucks? <laughs> Does 88 take up a room? Cluck bucks are Do the they size come in of like, like fives and tens? <laughs> they're actually big scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, no, they're like the publisher's clearinghouse checks that they like yeah. put the door. Well, I mean, if, if they're a scroll, it just says cluck buck, and then everything is just fine print about how it's not legal. <laughs> yeah. Please do not try to use this as currency.